Hello, this is episode one of Ramsey Speak. How exciting. So exciting. I'm Alfie. And I'm Sam. And we are really, really excited to have you listening to us. Um, Hopefully you've either stumbled upon us or you've seen us on socials and uh, you love Neighbours as much as we do. We are diehard fans of Neighbours. We absolutely love it. Coming home, 5.30, dinner's on, watching Neighbours, catching up. The best show. Diehard fans. And hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you're much like us. You also love Neighbours to Pieces and you want an extra bit of Neighbours on a day when Neighbours isn't on and you just want to chat about it and you want to hear us chat about it. It's going to be good fun. That's all we want it to be. Yeah, those theme titles running just after The Weakest Link on BBC One used to always get me. Absolutely. The original theme titles, the ones with the animated houses behind. 2003 vibe. It was classic era Neighbours. Absolutely. So, it's been a really busy week on Neighbours, as always. There's been comings and goings, there's been returns, there's been hen parties. What's going on? So much going on. And, I mean, someone who seems stressed about the whole situation, it's worth mentioning. Sheila, Sheila was stressed this week. You got swept up in the moment and you almost kissed and then you shoved him back in the gutter. Now, if I looked that up in the dictionary, that would be hot and cold. She's hot and cold. She's yes and she's no. She's... (laughs) In and she's right. I hope I they got know. the license rights to do a bit of Katy Perry that. <laughs> so, Sheila's stressed. She's got a lot going on. And I mean, actually, do you know what? Sheila didn't feature much last week. You know week. what? It was actually quite a quiet week for Sheila. And especially as um, Amy came back. She's yeah, back from New York. Exactly. She was back. Didn't mention but, Jimmy once. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jimmy was great. Anyway, moving cares, on. <laughs> yeah, move on from that. Um, yeah, Sheila wasn't, wasn't there as much. She was just, I mean, I don't know. What was she doing? She was obviously just working in the bar. Oh, she did feature a bit, though, in um, when Paul bought the potential oh, buyer and yeah. she was just being nosy um, behind the bar. That was classic Sheila. That was yeah. great. And Paul was getting drunk. Yeah. Great performance. Oh, Stephane we love that. Especially oh. drunk with the, the kind of one-leg stumpy walk he does sometimes yeah, that comes more absolutely. often than others. <laughs> oh, that's a struggle. Yeah, no, Sheila, not in it much. But loads, loads going on elsewhere. We've mm. got, again, I mean, how many times... Can this man be angry? But Toadie, Toadie's angry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Only I'm blaming the wrong person. If there is anyone to blame, it's you. <laughs> he he just is so angry. And I saw some people on social talking about this and saying, you know, do we always have to have these like angry male characters that when something goes yeah. wrong with their family, all all they seem to be able to express is is this kind of anger emotion and I don't know if it's like a stereotype of men or is it an Australian male thing that's actually quite realistic I I mean it's understandable why he's angry at the moment I think anyone would be in that situation but he's always the angry person there is always something in Teddy's life to be angry about Mm. is it a lawyer thing is a stressful job yeah, but I mean, he only seems to kind of work for Mark and like anybody who lives on yeah, Ramsey Street. Absolutely. Basically, he just goes around them with a leaflet and must say, if you've got any deals, don't worry about <laughs> the money. Please, I'll just please screw up your life so yeah, that I can like, quickly life, jump I'll... in and go to and, court once and, in a while. Yeah, once in a while, I'll just pop into court. Piper's got a job, you know, at the um, at his office, but exactly. swing, swings in and out of there. You know, that's <laughs> fine, absolutely fine. <laughs> so there's been all of that. And then um, we've also had uh, a lot of Chelly drama. Loads of Chelly drama. Absolutely loads. Hashtag Chelly, it seems to be all over Twitter every time a Neighbours episode airs. So um, I think there's a whole lot of that to be chatted about. Yeah, and I think we'll chat about Chelly a little bit later in more detail as well, because it was a big week. We had the Hindu. We had Mel. Mel. You love Mel. She's bloody great. (laughs) (laughs) She's so great. For a character that's just featuring as like a guest stint, I'm assuming. I'm assuming she's not going to be kept on as permanent. She is so fantastic. They're Mm. never normally 
that good. No. Are they? And we always know there are some dodgy extras in a Always dodgy. But if you think, <laughs> if you relate it to when Hamish came and did his long guest in, what, last year, year before? Yeah, that did that feel was, long, didn't it? <laughs> that, yeah, that went on. And Hamish was poor, but like, oh, she yeah. is fantastic. Mel, I'm absolutely rooting for Mel. I want Love Mel. Her. I want to see gonna, Mel in those you're titles. You're going to turn a lot of people off this podcast immediately. <laughs> I want to see Mel in those titles by at least, by July. With, with Ellie. Oh. Well, I did see a little spoiler. Well, not a spoiler as such, maybe a spoiler online that did show um, one of the offices on the Lasseter's complex and it showed that they were redoing them and adding some new branding and one of them was a real estate office. Oh, and obviously Mel she's like an estate agent. joining. So, I don't know. Oh, God. And, like, um, and we could just be putting two and two together, but... Well, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Same. Weird as well as if you had a real estate person on Neighbours, because they all stay in those houses. Nobody moves in and out, in and out all the time. So there's not much to sell, apart from Robertson Pines, which, for goodness, I feel like they're <laughs> going to be selling them? They're gonna be selling those houses for years to come. That's going to be a storyline which is going to take us well into 2022. <laughs> they're I think they're going to bury there. Paul's ashes in yeah, Robertson Pines, Pines and they're like, you can buy this. <laughs> and yet you never see it apart from the inside of a, of a house that's just had flesh, fresh plastering. Well, like. Gary stole most of the insides of them. Well, so exactly. I mean, there's nothing in there anymore, is there? So. There's nothing there. But talking of now, while we were on the topic, we ran a poll on Twitter um, earlier in the week and we just said, are we a fan of Mel and it was yes no or who and I like that 3% voted for who and I feel that was a sarcastic <laughs> put your foot down vote um, about 61% voted no so I have to say Sam oh, you are not on I, I'm literally going to get people turning off before they've even <laughs> bothered we're like what five minutes in I know so I don't think people are a massive um, fan of Mel Chelly Warriors actually said um, she is a dodgy con artist who will get caught and I don't trust her Oh, see, I, mm. I trust Mel. But but she was quite dodgy because she... Do you remember she reset the ca- calendar time of Amy's appointment for Robinson oh, yeah. Pine? So that was quite cheeky, no, yeah, actually. yeah, easy to forget she is. A, but, you yeah. know, all's fair You're in love and You're letting it war. slip with her quite easily. They you've all, got a bit of a soft touch for her. I think she's great. If you can be a guest character and perform as well as she has, you've got me. You've got my full heart. <laughs> she's great. She gives me Naomi Canning vibes almost. I think she's great. But also this week, absolutely deserves to be mentioned. And one thing we're definitely going to mention from here forward... Is when neighbours characters reference a previous neighbours character of past. Now this is great. I love this. I live for it when you'll get the mention of a previous character. And this week, Lucas. Hey, Lucas! <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna be here. <laughs> He's back. He's back because the garage is having problems again. Again. As always. Motors. Oh. He's back because he needs to find a new manager. He must go through managers like people go through blooming bread, I don't know. Mm. Bread? Bread, that was great. <laughs> Some reference. people love bread. You love carbs. <laughs> um, um, what's, what's interesting with Lucas is that obviously um, in real life, he now directs a lot of neighbours. He not, does. Not, as, not in character, yeah. obviously, as, as Scott. And <laughs> um, oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Guys, no, I don't want you in this scene. I don't actually like you. Um, <laughs> but um, he does the more experimental and quite artsy episodes we always notice. And a, a game he we does. play, and maybe some of you at home also do this, is um, we quite like watching an episode and trying to guess who the director is before Absolutely. the credits roll. And that probably makes us really quite geeky. But, really um, geeky. But if it's got that soft touch, you know, that really emotional, you know, peeling at your heartstrings... You know it's Kate Kendall. Yeah, who is Lauren, of course. Exactly. And Scott Major, you know it's a bit 
experimental. Yeah, and he does lots of kind of tight kind of one-to-one shots and then there's real kind of experimental establishing shots and it's just it's just a little bit different. And actually, for a soap that is on every day and now all year round, I quite enjoy that because you I don't do. know what you're going to watch and it doesn't become samey. I think yeah. some soaps are in danger of you know that you're going to see a hospital, they cut to a wide shot of a hospital, then you see a corridor and then you see the room. Like, this makes it a little bit more pacey and they yeah. can change the pace based on the, the story. But I, I do hope we get to see a bit more of Lucas, especially with Sonia's situation right now Mm. I think Lucas is a good friend of Sonia we saw that scene of the two of them together and personally I think it'd be great if we get to see more of him because he is a good friend and he would be there through this time for her yeah and I think well talking of Sonia like this this week has been one of those I don't know about all of you listening but personally every Neighbours episode I wait for the moment for Sonia to come on screen at the moment because I know that it's going to give me like the most cathartic experience of like just wanting to burst my eyes out I feel like I'm going through it with her I feel like I'm holding her hand I feel like she's she's breaking my heart every single time and her performance is just absolutely fantastic yeah I think the storyline has just been uh showcased so well and it's been a tough one you know it it has um drawn criticism and something you know we're going to talk about a little bit is is how neighbors actually um showcases darker storylines with this pg you know rating yeah let's talk about that because i think i mean the thing is is neighbors has evolved so much over the years and one thing which is great about the pg rating that i'm really all for is it gives them an opportunity to go down this avenue of exploring real life which is what a soap is and a soap is obviously dramatized real life so they should show all the dramatic sides to it but them being able to address the storyline with Sonia is so important. And as such a fantastic actress that Eve is, she's just doing this absolute wonders. And I don't think Neighbours is in danger of being too dark because in real life, you get these dark moments. Someone just like Sonia, who's such a light around all of their lives in Erinsborough, could get hit by something this horrible. Mm. And when she does, how is she, such a wonderful character, going to deal with this? And I think it's exploring it in that way. And it is a heartbreaking watch. And every episode, I just want to cry. And I'm sure when she passes like i'm you know i'm gonna be absolutely broken Mm. but i think it's important that we do do those storylines with neighbors because that is real life it can't always be bossy stealing underwear off the off the line and Mm. trying to find out who it was i think in the past you know cancer storylines and quite hard-hitting storylines sometimes on neighbors have been done a little bit kind of washed over or you know to raise his cancer storyline you know where was the miracle where was uh, Georgia just to come and sweep him for Sonia and just go oh well you know it's going to be all right exactly and I mean to raise I mean I think that could have been such a really well done storyline but instead it's really swept under the rug I think we saw her in the hospital twice Mm. and then she's absolutely she was kind of just okay and there wasn't really and different stages I mean cancer comes in different stages and Sonia's got it a lot harder but I just think they're doing it so well and yet still despite how hard hitting it is and there's those moments like when she was in the car after she'd just been told with Toadie, which was just so real, everything she was saying. And this week, it, like we found her telling Dippy and Shane about the situation. And that was just really, like, really difficult to watch as well. But then you get those light moments. Like, for me, top, top moment of the week is when to- Toadie came home. Sonia's crying on the sofa. And we're thinking, here we are. Get Prepare yourself again. Get the tears Hold out. Hold yourselves. Actually, no, because... She's actually just upset because of some shoe pastry or something. Lisa's shoe pastry was just a complete disaster. And the cream pulse was supposed to be this, like, crowning glory on top of his five-layer divorce cake. And it just... It just got ruined. Who was thinking that we had problems? Oh, gosh. Perspective, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
I absolutely loved that. And I think that's what Neighbours does so well, is it has been an incredibly dark storyline. And as you said, you know, we sat there and we went, oh, goodness, like, she's crying, what are we going to get? And then you get that slight bit of comedy or kind of, um, you know, a letdown, a relaxation where you're like, oh, my goodness, no, actually, they are normal people and they can still have those kind of laughs and funny moments. Exactly. And... I mean, that's one thing that's so great about Sonia as a character. But I'm just finding the writing at the moment, because we're approaching this dark element, I think a lot of us watching Neighbours, we're not used to that. It's normally 23 minutes of, like, complete joy. You switch your brain off, and all you're thinking about is the fact that you're in sunny errands, but where everything's sunny all the time. Mm. But she, they're doing the writing with these moments where, you know, we're laughing about the shoe pastry with Sonia, and it just feels really real. And she's getting all these light and shade moments, which I think that's how you should address a storyline, which is a sad... And kind of as dark as the storyline is, they're addressing it with realism, but also I think they're giving all those moments that we want. Mm, I think so. I mean, again, we asked a question on uh, Instagram and Twitter um, earlier in the week, and we just said, you know, do you think Neighbours is getting too dark? Um, And we had a really mixed response, and I was actually quite surprised by that. And we had seen a bit of buzz. Um, You know, Neighbours memes came in and said that I think... Neighbours should be able to show the funny side of storylines, you know, murders, when there's been things like that. There's always been that comedic moment. And I think, you know, that moment there, Sam, was a good example of that. How actually, you know, we've, we can still have a moment about pastry um, <laughs> with Sonia, even yeah. though she's going through the most devastating thing that, you know, After someone can ever she's face. bloody been through. I mean, she was poisoned, she's going through everything, and now she's got the cancer. She saw her husband cheating and... on her on webcam <laughs> exactly. in London in a hotel Gosh, room. Through a lot. And lest we forget, she came into the show because... She was trying to find Callum. She's literally had the most traumatising life you could ever be served. And yet we find her on the sofa crying because shoe pastry's gone wrong in a divorce cake. Like, just classic neighbours moments. And I think think that's the way it's going to evolve. I think we'll we'll still have moments where we laugh Mm. in those sense, but they do also do the hard-hitting storylines. Well, not hard-hitting, but I feel like... In a certain sense, I think that's yeah, what Yeah, and just storylines that matter and have impact. Yeah. And actually, that's There's something that over lines. the last few years, Neighbours has got a lot better at. Um, George also commented and said, you know, there should definitely be a mix of dark and light. And I think they're doing a really good job with the storyline. However, Sonia's story is definitely hard to watch. And I mean, I totally agree with I that. I completely agree. Um, it, it is hard to watch. It has become, I think, it's not... It is still 20 minutes where your brain switches off. But it is also... You are you're going through it with Sonia in a way and I think it is difficult quite often we come away and we actually have to take like a deep breath and like wow yeah. like that was that was a hard watch today yeah team April said the same they said you know it's really hard to see the Sonia storyline because of what she's already been through and I think <sighs> that's what makes it even harder yeah. you know it's kind of like when um you know you see Paul and he gets married and you're like well how long is this one gonna last it feels a bit like that Absolutely. kind of classic soap moment um and I think what's really hard with Sonia is that she's never been someone who has come across as a mean character. She's always the person who's looked after Toadie. She's looked after Susan yeah. and Carl. She's been there for her children. She's supported Toadie when he's had God knows what going on. Um, you know, every person that's been in and out of that house, you know, she's befriended. And sometimes to her detriment, you know, Nanny Alice is a great example of that. Um, but she is really open. And I think for me, a classic part of Neighbours is... You know, that theme tune and those lyrics are about good neighbours. And Sonia is the complete pinnacle of a good neighbour. She's everything you'd want your neighbour to be like. You know, for a a fact, if you ran out of ketchup, you could pop next door and Sonia would give it to you. Probably organic ketchup. uh, Definitely organic ketchup. And you would never get an alcoholic drink out of her whatsoever. (laughs) But, well, apart from when she goes through those low moments back in the caravan. Yeah, she just stares at a patch of grass. 
but she just she's great in fact your mum said that the other day didn't mm. she is she's just the loveliest person and what makes this almost that extra element of sad is because she is so lovely yeah and you've grown over the past what 10 years mm. 11 years or something over those years you've realized that Sonia is just the loveliest character yeah and now she's got this really really difficult end and that that is really awful that sucks a lot but it's being done beautifully and i am the biggest fan and i'm i'm i've always been completely gripped to neighbors but at the moment i'm even more gripped to it because i just think this storyline deserves everything she deserves all the logies and all of that stuff but this is just, just get her an oscar no, get her, give, give her an oscar. oscar they're giving them out left right and center <laughs> exactly sure she could grab one um she's just great i think the storyline is done beautifully yeah and i think if you're um tuning in to the podcast and maybe you're a casual neighbors viewer you know because some people might be or you might be tuning in and you don't listen to neighbors and maybe you just want to hear our tones you know because you're into that um it's really worth <laughs> um catching up i mean i hope i hope you haven't got anybody like that on episode so one. um it's really worth catching up on my five um if you're in the uk and uh, 10 play in australia because um there's a real opportunity to see this storyline from the beginning and the raw emotion of it and Absolutely. i think over the next few weeks um it's really going to develop and I think if you follow it, you're going to feel, as Sam said kind of at the beginning of the chat about Sonia, you know, you're going to feel like you're with her mm. as part of that journey. And and as a soap storyline, I don't think there's anything more fulfilling than when you feel like you're part of the show, you're part of that story. I think so. Um, and I'm definitely getting those vibes from from Sonia. Absolutely. But on the flip side of Sonia, we've got all of that happening in whatever, what number house are they in? I need to get better at that. I'm not very yeah, good with the number you're bad with, you, you just know if they've got a gate or not. Well... Mark, it's that, that's the perfect <laughs> gateway to what I want to talk about. <laughs> hashtag Chelly. It's everyone wants to talk about hashtag Chelly. Even themselves, I saw like an interview. I think it was, I think April might have put it on her Instagram or something, where she was um, she was talking about how they didn't really realise it was going to be as big of a thing it, as it is, and now they are. They're so grateful for the fact that audiences are really taking to it. So now they're just going with it, and they're just seeing how far it can go. And I think that is so cool because this Chelly storyline, I think, completely came out of the blue. First of all. Had no idea when Chloe came into the show that she was being written in as a bisexual character. Yeah. No idea whatsoever. And now that she has, she's doing it fantastically. And the Ellie storyline with it, it's just going great. Mm. And it's great to see that the Brennan jeans obviously have a bit, a lot of the LGBT uh, oh, plus in there. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, the Brennans, they've yeah. got it all. Mark Six and Tyler. Packs, we just need got to, you know. Bisexuals, gays. <laughs> I know, you know it's, it's just a matter happening. of time before Mark and Tyler turn their ways. Imagine if Tyler came back as a gay man. That'd be fantastic. Well, Piper would be heartbreaking. But I mean, Piper's a bit, you know, she can be quite camp, I feel. Yeah, she can. Yeah, I'm not saying she's, you know, a lesbian, but I think she's quite I camp. I think um, the Chelly the Chelly situation is great, though. Mm. I think Chloe's all over the place. Like, I do kind of feel a little bit like it came out of the blue. I don't remember overly noticing how close Ellie and Chloe were getting. Mm. Enough for Chloe to develop some feelings, at least. But then I do think if you're um, Ellie and you basically are unemployed and we've just forgot about that because she lost her job at the school it's apart from when she drops it in one line a week she'll be like oh, i'm going for an interview you know you know um at what school at what school because there's only one as we know um and you know uh susan's away so she's living in a house with her sister and carl and you know she basically doesn't see either of those people for 90 percent of the week um i suppose you know all she does is hangs around with you know chloe well yeah all she's got is to overthink what's going on in her head and obviously mm. there's a lot of overthinking going on in her head because she suddenly she thinks she's into chloe but she's n will never say that out loud because she's into mark and she doesn't know what's going on but then chloe and mel were caught this week on the sofa together 
And oh, that was tasty. That was good. Yeah. Mel. Oh, she's great. I love her. Um, yeah, Chloe and Mel caught by Ellie, and Ellie's really funny about it. Got mm. her back up about it. Yeah, and I liked that, you know, with those moments, you're now starting to see Ellie's feelings coming through. And I think we didn't see that before, and that's where I think this storyline could really take off. Really, Ellie, isn't the question, why do you care? Why does she care? And why does she care? Is she know. into her? I, I just don't know. I don't know which way this is going to go. I don't... Obviously, I just don't really have any idea. I don't know whether Ellie is into Chloe or whether or not she's into the fact that this is all completely crazy, out of the blue, she cares for her. I don't know. I don't... Because she obviously does have feelings for Mark. I feel like that does come across. In no way since this storyline started has Ellie backed away from Mark, but she's still completely into him. Mm. But yet she still wants to stay with Chloe on the side. And but I mean, Mark's back at the force now. The most corrupt cop in Erinsborough is back on the streets. So <laughs> back I think in his uniform. he doesn't need a wife. <laughs> well, yeah. He just needs to, you know... Let people off cocaine orders or... I mean, you know. personally, I'm hoping, you know, when he was going to marry Paige, he ended up arresting her on oh, their wedding day. God, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and so then, maybe um, Ellie, the same thing's going to happen. I mean... She'll be arrested. And then Kate? Well, she was shot dead. Yeah. So, I mean... So, why, why has Carl and Susan not been like, you know what, uh, Ellie, this is not a good idea. Yeah, you're <laughs> either going to die well. or be arrested. <laughs> it's so, not going well. And to be fair, weddings in Erinsborough... Not normally that great. Don't finish great. Explosions going <laughs> no. off. That was that was Sonia's wedding. Yeah. The explosion went off. And um, Therese and Paul. Oh. Therese and Paul? Yeah. Wasn't it Therese and Paul? And, um, no, they never went to go. Therese and Gary. Sorry, Therese and Gary. Yeah, and God, I just automatically thought it was Paul. Well, yeah. It's just a matter because of time of course, that yeah. becomes oh a storyline. my goodness. Line. See, in my head, I literally cemented that as Therese and Paul because I was just think they should be together. Although, if you... Um, I've seen this week, if you're keen on the cast members' social media, you mm. may have seen that Rebecca Robinson, oh. she... Uh, Wants to come back in the show. Rebecca was great. Absolute dream. She pushed Paul off the mezzanine of Lassiter's. Mm. She is an iconic woman. I'm all for it. I personally think, come back, Rebecca. But it will just be whether, um, Therese and Rebecca, I would say, are quite similar characters. They are. I think that's probably why Paul's been into her. And Rebecca was quite a... Didn't she work at the hotel? She worked something similar to that, didn't she? I don't even know what Rebecca did for work. Yeah, I feel like she did something like that. And I just feel like, yeah, she's she's a bit of like a Therese 1.0. And then they've brought to Raisin and kind of gone, yeah. we can give you more of a backstory. Yeah, we'll you know, give you cancer. We'll give you cancer that disappears in two days. Exactly. We'll you know, g- bring your brother who can cure anything but go to prison. You're going to be shot in a siege, but you're just going to have a bit of a broken arm. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, to raise... I, personally, I would vote for Rebecca. I think Rebecca's a stronger, better character. Mm. But I do... I shipped Therese ever since she got that, that block fringe cut in. I'm not going to lie, oh, I've loved her ever since. God, yeah. She's such a powerful woman. In those capes. Have you seen those capes that you she wears, though? You love She's a cape. She's great. She's just, like, wearing these black cloaks, essentially, walking down the halls of Lasters and just... She's an absolute boss. I love her. So, talking about the other um, females that are around Chloe and Ellie, we've obviously got Sister B. Yeah. And this week, B through um, what looked like possibly one of the worst hen parties... Uh, in my life. I mean, as you did um, mention on social, obviously, David Tanaka has been working out. Oh, he has. Oh, he has. Yeah. He's so looking you, great. You quite enjoyed Topless that, Topless with his little, like, you know, serving drinks with a bow on. Mm. He's looking... I mean, the, the whole party was an absolute shocker. Mm. It was awful. I loved the extras. I mean, oh, as always. Some, members, those of, some are... members of the street didn't even go. But, there was like... but those ones, it was like they'd been they'd been given a drink of Red Bull or something similar <laughs> before they started filming. And they were like, do you know what? Just had the most energy. And they were in there were like, yeah. especially in this quiz. You know, they all contributed. Oh, wait. 
they didn't. Obviously, Piper, <laughs> Piper and uh, Chloe are the only people who could possibly know an answer about Ellie. No one else actually knows anyone. Extras, <laughs> you know, God knows how they're even associated. They weren't given a line. Okay, this one is called Know Your Ellie. So I'm going to ask you questions about Ellie, and if you know the answer, buzz in by yelling out your name. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> You're embarrassed. <laughs> okay, here we go. First question. So, first question. I thought we had to have our own bit of hen party oh, fun. So, Sam, first question yeah. about Ellie. What is Ellie's favourite drink? Oh, well, what, what isn't Ellie's favourite drink? <laughs> I'll accept multiple answers. <laughs> first of all, she's at the waterhole. No wonder she's still unemployed because she's either at the waterhole or she's like fannying around in the in the Brennan kitchen. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what in she's doing. Top. In a bikini top. Yeah, like lusting shir- after Chloe. <laughs> um, I would say, if I had to guess, I'd say white wine. I think I think we'll go with that, yeah. Or Prosecco or champagne mm, I mean, or a vodka or a gin. Or <laughs> anything alcohol-based. Anything alcoholic, absolutely. Yeah, I think she orders espresso martinis at um, the water or even because she's then like, oh, I'm having a coffee, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's going to wake me up. Girl. Yeah, it's great. So next question. This is a multiple choice. Okay. Um, Ellie is off to an interview, as we know, because she doesn't have a job. Yeah, she's, she's got nothing going on. Absolutely nothing. But don't worry, she lives rent-free and she seems to be able to drink every day. But regardless yeah, of that, she's off to a job. She's got great savings. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and uh, she needs to choose an outfit. What would Ellie wear? A, a bikini. B, a crop top and uh, little shorts. Or C, nothing at all. I mean, she's got some class about her. She'd definitely be wearing some clothing. I think, oh, it's between the bikini or the crop top and... <laughs> I don't know, maybe a bikini top and jeans? I don't know, like a... Like a Mardi Gras. She's shaking it up. She's ready for the Mardi Gras. Oh, she's ready for the neighbours float. You can guarantee, you can guarantee she'll be on that neighbours float, I think. They're having a float at Mardi Gras for the first time. It's so exciting. If you're in Australia, you need to to go. Um, Okay, one more question, because, you know, I feel like B would have only really had about three questions, realistically. She doesn't know that much about her sister. She doesn't know her at all. She always talks about how Ellie doesn't know her, and I thought it was quite a cheek of her to turn around and do a (laughs) quiz about her. I thought, you're always ranting at her, wearing clothes with massive holes in them, B. Um, Lastly, who is... Ellie's true love, Mark or Chloe? I don't think you can put this to me. I think you... You should tweet it. Yeah, Um, that's nice. I think... uh, I don't know. Personally, I never got vibes about Ellie and Mark really being great together anyway. However, I... Not to insult any Chelly fans, I don't particularly think maybe Chelly would work out either. They're too... They're too similar in many mm. ways. I don't think I don't think it's bound to work, but I do think it's bound to cause some great stuff coming up. I think mm. they might not be forever in the same way that, sadly, I thought Piper and Tyler would be together forever because oh. I was hashtag Typer. You were. But they're not, and I feel it may be the same way about Chelly, but whilst they're in this situation, I'm all for... Do you know what I'm all for? I'm all for Chelly plus Mel. Chell? No. Ch- chell. Ch- chell? Mel? Mel? Ch- I suppose Chelly does work because Ch- Mel from Mel is. Is already we'll in go, there. We'll go with Chelly. Chelly? <laughs> That's the answer to that question. Right, well, we'll, we'll move swiftly on from that and we'll, uh, we'll hit the bar now. Absolutely. So there was the hen party. We yep. had Sonia's drama. Yeah. But more importantly, a little known character reared their head this week. I know. With neighbours, we are. um. All for the underdog. You know, we always vote for the underdog. There's been many characters who haven't really got their moments. And at the moment, we are really focusing on Kersha. Mm. We're backing her all the way. Mm. I'm confident there'll be a strong, hard-hitting storyline coming our way soon. So let's just find out. She still doesn't have a hearing back. 
No, I think she does have it back. It well, yeah, miraculously came back. But didn't I mean, it? we haven't. You know, it's just been like addressed. it's just been like you've got your hearing back. Your career prospects are year zero. You know, we'll just will you out when needed now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I feel like um, let's let's just you know what was Kershaw up to this week? Let's have a listen. Oh well, that was fantastic. We'll try again next week. I suppose. Yeah, if we get anything out of her. See whether Kershaw's got um, much going on. I mean, it was good that even this week, you know, Sonia went round to the Rebecca's house and Kershaw was still nowhere to be seen. Yeah, no, she wasn't in that scene, was she? That was... Because they mentioned we're not going to tell Kershaw about the cancer. Yeah. They, they said that, obviously. Oh, yes, yeah, so Kershaw wasn't there. She was... She was mentioned. She was she off a... with all of her friends from school, I suppose. Those friends that were in the no. shooting that we didn't realise she had. Oh, all the friends the she had the milkshakes with, even though yeah. she was being bullied at school. Yeah, and didn't have Kershaw. any friends the week before. Oh, Kershaw. Mm. Bless her. I suppose we'll just keep an eye on Kershaw and we'll see when she's ready to deliver something. Well, I would say keep an ear, but I don't think we'd hear anything. <laughs> so we'll definitely keep an eye. And talking to Kershaw, um, we actually did this really cool little tweet this week where we sent out this automatic list of all the cast and you were able to create your ranking of um, who your favourite, and I suppose least favourite, but I wasn't really focusing on that as much, yeah. um, cast... Uh, and character members I should say so we're not talking about the actors or actresses we're talking about the cast Um, and I do have to say from the tens of hundreds of responses thousands of responses that came in Kershaw was pretty much at the bottom for most people (laughs) and I don't know if that's just because she's had no lines um, but I did notice some people found it very hard there was like Paul versus Therese Chloe versus Ellie I mean mine came out I think I was I think I was number one Sonia Mm. number two Piper because she is my gal Mm. Pipe up exactly oh and then number three, I can't remember who my number three was, but I was happy with my number two. Mm. Sonia is number one, uh, number three, number two being Piper. I had Shane Rebecca in the top of my shoe. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Why are you choosing I Shane? I think I must have like pressed the wrong button. I think you've got a thing for Shane that you like, haven't realised until and, now. And I'm pretty sure like just some really random characters. Like I'm pretty sure um, Gary and like I really like Gary, but it was just they were quite high up the top, and I was just like. I don't think this is what I think. I feel like maybe it is what you think, but it's not what you say out loud. <laughs> I sit in those and I actually pause it whenever Shane comes on <laughs> screen. Staring. Oh God, Shane. I think uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to, opportunity to check out the quiz yet, definitely um, go on to our Twitter pages. Is it on Instagram? Yeah, we'll stick it on Insta as well. Yeah, it's it was just like good fun and yeah. always good to know, you know, you know, are you into Shane like Alfie is? <laughs> are you into Gary like Alfie is? And if you're not, then... Are you, know, you into Kershaw? Like, no one is at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Is Kershaw higher in your list than last place? And if she is, oh, please let us know. send us a print screen. Please yeah. let us know. We need to know. Um, so make sure that you are checking us out on, yeah. on all of our social media. At Ramsey Speak. Yeah. At Ramsey Speak. Come and follow us. Um, and make sure you're subscribed to us. So whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, if you're listening to us um, all across the web, if you're listening to us soon, you're going to be able to ask your Amazon Alexa to listen to Ramsey Speak. We're quite oh. excited about that. Oh. You don't have to do it in an Australian accent, but I feel like that'd be far more fun yeah. if you had to. Alexa. Ramsey speak. (laughs) I'll get better. We'll we'll work on that. Um, But it's been fantastic to have you with us um, for episode one of Ramsey Speak. Thanks so much for getting through it with us. Um, We are so excited to talk to you this time next week. Um, And make sure you tweet us. Send us what you're seeing on Neighbours, what you're hearing, what you're thinking, what you're doing. I think we've got a good week coming up with Neighbours. I think lots is going to happen. There's going to be a whole lot of just looking from the from the preview. I think there's going to be a whole lot of D back in it again and Andrea's situation oh. we won't talk about it we'll save it for the week after but I think there's going to be a lot of great stuff including Sonia's stuff and including Chelly and Kersha oh, maybe 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 we'll sit with our fingers crossed um, but yeah until then thanks so much for listening it's been it's been great 
have a wonderful week and we hope to speak to you again really really soon yeah bye bye <laughs>